Welcome to the PGK Presents podcast with Pastor Gerald Kiner. You are about to get filled with inspiration, motivation, and education based upon the Word of God. Your consistent giving to this podcast will help keep these words of wisdom flowing into your device. To sow back into the ministry of Pastor Gerald Kiner, visit our online giving page at www.thejesuspeoplechurch.com. Today's podcast is entitled, The Power of a Non-Offended Church. Jesus told us to take no offense, but the main reason so many church fights, church splits, and church hopping is occurring is because people are taking offense. Today's message will train you and your congregation how to be the Christ-like church that he is looking for. And now, here's Pastor Gerald Kiner. 16, John 16, there is another word from the Lord. We've been dealing every Sunday in the beginning, since the beginning of the year, we've been dealing with the power of the church series. The power of the church series. We, we had a message called the power of a hungry church. We had a message called the power of a praying church. We had a, a message called the power of a praising church. The power of a fasting church. Now we're about to get into another message that is going to take us to another level. How many of us like learning things that, my God, just everybody else don't know about? You just, see, when you come into Jesus, people, God has ordained you to become a wisdom seeker. You, you are a, a Christ seeker, a knowledge seeker. You are somebody that is going to another level by leaps and bounds. And you have to be able to recognize that because God is blessing us exceedingly abundantly above all you are able to ask to think. Never think that you are here by accident, but you have to know that God ordered your steps. Tell somebody, God ordered my steps. I know wherever I am, it has to be blessed because if it wasn't, God wouldn't have sent me there. God ordered my steps. God won't send me to no junk. God won't give me no junk. Everything that's in my life is ordained by God to be there because he ordered my steps. I don't have to question. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to ask myself, is this for me? Is this right? Is this wrong? I know that God ordered my steps. I don't have a double-minded ways because I know without a shadow of a doubt that God has put what I needed to have in my life because the Bible said no good thing would he withhold from them that walk up rightly. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel like eating on some popcorn and chewing some good God Almighty. Watermelon seeds. <laughs> good God Almighty. He's worthy to be praised. If you get real hungry you'll chew some watermelon seeds. Good God Almighty. Go with me to John chapter 16 if you have it. Shout hallelujah. Um, I have a 40 minute message with a 10 minute voice. So, <laughs> so we're going to convince some of this. But make it beneficial and fruitful to your anointing and to your calling. Hmm. John 16 verse 1, 2, and 3. If you have it, shout Hallelujah. My God, you know, I know that you all are so awesome because God doesn't send me a word to just anybody. The Bible said when God, when God turned away from Israel, the Bible said, and there was a drought of the word. There was no open vision. There was no word. So, you know, when God is in love with the people, he gives them his word. When favor is on us, he 
gives us an abundance of word. Paul said the abundance of revelation that was upon me. Good God Almighty. John 16 verse 1 it reads, These things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. Somebody say don't be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. I want to go back to verse 1. These things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. I want to use as a title of today's message, the power of a non-offended church. The power of a non-offended church. I want to find the first lady of Jesus people in this word. I want to find the blessings of your life in this word. I want to find the miracles, the signs and wonders that God has for you in this word. The reason why so many church splits and people break up and people fall out from each other is because people get what we call offended. The reason why people are so petty and get such bad ways about themselves is because they don't know how not to get offended. But when you are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, you have a tolerance level that you don't get offended. You don't go around making demands to understand what's going on. And you don't get insulted and easily irritated and vexed and with a bad spirit walking around. It's because Jesus already told you, I've spoken this to you, that you should not be offended. What audacity do we have as saved folks, Christians, walking around get offended at anything or anybody? You are out of line completely when you get offended. Every time you get offended, the rams, one theory of why rams have horns is because they are such angry and competitive beasts that they fight so much. And let me tell you something. Every time you get mad, you grow a horn on your head. Every time you get offended, another horn comes up upon your head. And when I look around right now, I try to close my eyes because I don't want to see any horns. But some people get so offended and upset if horns are growing on your head right now because you stay offended by everything. I'm telling somebody right now that everything that you walk around and see it's something that can mess you up and make you mad. I want to tell you something about the mothers, y'all. Now, don't get offended, but I'm going to say it. But somebody going to get offended when I say it. I like Mother Butler, her toes. Stand up, Mother Butler. I, 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 like, I like Mother Butler toes. I like... I like Mother Harris's legs. Send up, Mother Harris. I like I like Mother La- I like I send up, Mother Harris. I like I like Mother Harris's legs. I like I like her leg. I like Mother Miller's blush. Stand up, Mother Miller. I, lo- I like Mother Miller's blush. I love I love a blush. I love a blush. I like I like Mother Betty's smile. Stand up, Mother. I, I love Mother Betty's smile. I just I love Mother Betty's smile. Now, I love Mother Williams's cheeks. I love her. I love her cheeks. I just love Mother Williams. 
cheeks and I, I love Mother Richardson's dirty talking. I just I love her I love her I love her dirty talking but 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 don't get offended now. See, somebody's gonna get offended because they say, Why don't he like my toes? Even though I ain't never seen your toes, somebody gonna get offended about me not saying I like their toes. Even even though I haven't seen their legs. See, last week, Brother Harris had a, a skirt on that was kind of short with a split, and I got a chance to see a leg. But somebody gonna say, Why don't he like my legs? Don't 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 be offended because I didn't call your legs. But but somebody is gonna get offended because they're gonna say he don't like my smile. Uh, I'm just talking about that woman's smile. It does something to me when I see the smile. But somebody gonna find something to get offended about. Even though I'm being humorous right now, somebody is offended that I said what I said. The English definition of offended means to be upset angered, hurt, insulted over something that was done to you or that you perceive was done unto you. Good God Almighty. The Greek word for the word offense is the word scandalizo. Scandalizo. It's almost where we get the word scandal from. Scandalous and scandalized. It's spelled S-K-A-N-D-A-L-I-V-Z-N. S-K-A-N-D-A-L-I-V-Z-N It's pronounced scandalizo But the definition is so much more powerful Than the English definition Because the English Our our dictionary only defines the words But the Greek it breaks down the meaning Listen to a couple of the meanings Of the word scandalizo Or to be offended Listen what it means Number one To put a stumbling block in the way where another may trip or fall. To put a stumbling block in the way where another may trip or fall. Now some people, my God, they're doing well, but if you offend them, they're going to trip and fall. Some people would be holy if they just stayed at home. When they go around to other people's house, they can't take the temptation. They're going to trip and fall. Some people got all the anointing in the world until they get around other people. They don't have enough anointing, my God, to maintain themselves. So when they get around other people, that's when they slip and fall. Have you ever seen people change when they get around certain people? You ever seen people slip and fall when they get around certain people? You ever see people get messed up when they get around certain people? Act like they got it going on when they get around certain people? That's when I knew guys were weak in the hood because you act weak and mild solo, but when you get around the boys, you act big and bad. That's when I knew you was really weak. Because if you're really big and bad, you're going to be big and bad. Secondly, to be offended means to call someone. Now, this is heavy. It gets deeper. To call someone to begin to distrust. To call someone to begin to distrust and desert whom they ought to trust and obey. To call someone to begin to distrust and disobey whom they ought to trust and obey. You ever been offended in somebody in leadership or somebody that you admire and then my God something happened and then the enemy then trick your mind and you turn around and start rebelling and they ain't nothing anyway. You start talking crazy they, they ain't nothing anyway. It's because you didn't follow the word when you said take no offense. You got offended and it messed you up. God turned you over to a reprobate mind because you were not on the spiritual level. 
to be able to still see the position and not the person. I don't care about the person, but I respect the position. Because God sets up leaders. He puts the person in the position. And if I got a problem with the person, I better take that to God. Because God's said, who am I to judge another man's servant? Preach, pastor, kind of. The third definition of Hebrew definition or Greek definition of the word offended means to see in another. Now this is so deep. To see in another what I disapprove of. Some of these self-righteous folks. To see in another what I disapprove of. And what hinders me from acknowledging his authority. To see in another what I disapprove of. And what hinders me from acknowledging his or her authority. Now we're in a situation, this is why Jesus said, blessed are they that are not offended in me. Jesus said, because you're going to see me eat with some publicans and sinners, but don't be offended on me. He said, you're going to see me heal some folks on the Sabbath day, but don't be offended me. Blessed are he that is not offended in me. Now we got a situation going wrong around right now, the nationally, even locally in Memphis, in Memphis there, that they're, they're, they're highlighting a certain preacher's family problems. And since Adams told me that half his church has left because of some of his personal problems with, but among he, between he and his wife. And the church then got offended, but what you really should get offended over if somebody ain't teaching the word for real. You don't get offended over somebody's personal private business and you don't know both sides of the story anyway. But we so self-righteous, we done heard one side of the story. And then slew the man, kill the man, and you don't know that I was raised. There's two sides to every. And we didn't crucify the man, crucify somebody over bad doctrine. Never crucify somebody over what they can repent before God and God wash away their sins over. Preach, pastor, kind of. I'm preaching a whole lot better than y'all, amen. And let me give you three classes of people that always get offended. Three classes of people that always get offended. Number one, babes always get offended. See, a baby's saying they always crying about something. A baby's saying instead of being thankful that you got green beans and leg, you want my God green beans and barbecue sauce on your leg. Instead of being thankful that somebody gave you something for free, you're mad because you get two or three. That's a baby saying. The Bible said, 1 Corinthians 3 and 1, and our brethren could not speak to you unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Paul said, I would talk to you about spiritual things, but he said, you ain't deep enough. I said, you ain't really deep enough for me to really talk to you about spiritual things, so I got to talk to you about just regular little common things. Because if you were spiritual, you could see what I'm saying even before I'm saying it. So babes always get offended. Number two, bullies always get offended. See, a bully is used to doing the pushing. The bully is used to doing the talking crazy about. The bully is the one that's used to always making everybody else feel bad. And time you do something that the bully don't like, uh, they go, 
they going to lose their top. They going to have a volcanic eruption because the bully don't take nothing from nobody. If you don't speak to the bully, they got offended. If you walk past them and you, you don't smell too good, they get offended. A bully always get offended. Listen to this, Matthew 15, 12. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? See, the Pharisees were the bullies used to bullying everybody else around. But Jesus never worried about a bully. Not only do babes always get offended, not only do bullies always get offended, but thirdly, broke people always get offended. See, broke people always get offended. That's why they broke. It's because they didn't listen to nobody. You tried to tell them to study and do their homework, they didn't listen to nobody. You tried to tell them to go and get their education, they didn't listen to anybody. That's why they broke. Somebody tried to tell them something for their own good, but they got too much knowledge. They got too much mouth. That's why they broke. That's why I don't waste no time trying to convince nobody of anything because that's why they broke. If they had enough sense to listen, they'll be making some money by now. But they don't have enough sense to listen. That's why they broke. Uh, there's a word for that, y'all. Proverbs 13, 8. The ransom of a man's life are his riches, but the poor hear it not rebuke. You can't tell poor people nothing. That's why they're so unfaithful in church. You can't tell poor people anything. They don't want to hear what a preacher got to say. They ain't going to join nobody church because you can't tell them nothing. That's why you're broke. That's why you're poor. Because a poor man, he would not rebuke. Bruce getting ready to write something and send something in the mail. Let's see how many people are going to hear it. It's for your own good. It'll bless you. It'll prosper you. I tell people, get the tape, get the CD. I don't spend a lot of time on counseling, baby, because we got enough CDs from Jesus People Church and Worship Center that'll make you a millionaire by now if you hock into it. If you're not listening to it, if you need help, it's because you ain't listening to the word. See, you try to tell a broke person, see, you say, man, you need to stop drinking. Man, I put what I want in my body. You're going to die from something. Man, you need to stop going to the casino, man. Man, you don't tell me what to do. Girl, you need to be in the house for your husband get home. You, forget that. I got things I got to do. Forget that. You know what? You need to start tithing. You know, you'll be blessed. You don't tell me what to do with my money. You need to stop talking so much. This is my mouth. I say what I want to say when I want to say it. And can't nobody stop me from talking. I, God gave me this mouth, I tell you. And I'm going to talk as long as I got a mouth. I'm going to say whatever comes to my mind. God told me. That's why you're broke. You can't tell broke people nothing. Their mind is already made up. They already think they got it going on and you're broke. That's what the word said. It said the poor hear it not rebuke. It would look like that the poor person would be the first one to listen. I grew up in the Orange Mountain. I didn't have nothing. I didn't know not one Bible verse. Everything my pastor said, I was licking it up. I brought every tape I could get because I didn't know nothing. I didn't know no Greek. I didn't know any Hebrew. I didn't know anything about tithing. I didn't know anything about fornication. I didn't know anything. Within a couple of years, I was writing books, 
Why? Because I had listened to my pastor. I didn't major in English, baby. I wasn't no writer, but God gave me a vision. I was obedient. I just stayed by the man of God. And as he turned the pages in the Bible, I turned the page. And as he said, write this down, I wrote it down. I just obeyed my way to blessings. I obeyed my way into money. I obeyed my way into being prosperous. I obeyed my way. I didn't get a bad spirit. I just listened to what the man of God spoke over the word and I caught it. I was like Randy Moss. I was catching everything he was throwing up. I didn't get offended over nothing. Even when I was married to his daughter, when he would speak stuff over the pulpit, and I knew it was one side of information from his daughter, I was still, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir, thank you, Jesus. And I knew he was slaying me on the inside. It was cutting me up on the inside. But I was man enough not to get offended. I was intelligent enough to still humble myself and take a lick and then keep on ticking. Even if it ain't right, even if he got half the story, still humble myself. This is why when I hear stuff about other preachers, I don't take all the story because I know there's two sides to every story. I've been around situations where you get one part of the story and you still got to say amen. You still got to say, thank you, Jesus. And they talking about you like a dog. And the whole church laughing at you. But God said, when thy brother and thy mother forsake thee, then the Lord will take thee up. You the butt of the story. You the joke of the town. But you still say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not offended. Though you slay me yet, would I trust you? Thank you, Jesus. I know, devil, you ain't going to trick me to backslide. You ain't going to trick me to running away. You ain't going to trick me. I'm going to stay here because he got a word. I'm going to tell throw away the fat and stick with the word. I ain't going to worry about what he's talking about on the side. I'm not going to get caught up in the flesh because I need a word. That's how I got blessed. <laughs> It ain't because everything was going well. It ain't because I just had an open door and the man of God just let me do whatever I wanted to do. I had to take a whipping. I had to take a whipping even when I wasn't deserving, but I didn't get offended. But the poor hear it not rebuke. You can't tell a poor person nothing. If you know you need a blessing, start listening to somebody. Hear what the word of God is saying. Let me give you three classes of people after that that I always get offended. But number tell you, number three, listen to this, y'all. Three reasons I can laugh at people or pray for people that I always get offended. Three reasons I can laugh at people or pray for people that I always get offended. Y'all, I can laugh at folks that I always get offended. It's funny to me. I said, this guy, you say something, my mama gonna come up here and curse you out. I've been cursed out before. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna spring on you, you give me a back right. I've been sprung on before. I come from Orange Mound. What, what can you do to me that had been done to me before? I ain't gonna talk to you no more. It's people that don't talk to me anymore before. (laughs) 
I can take a licking and keep on ticking. Because I know how not to get offended. Three reasons I can laugh at people or pray for people that always get offended. Number one, I know people are half crazy. I know people are half crazy, y'all. People are just half crazy. Somebody, they're just sitting up here right now. I wonder if he's talking about me. I wonder if he's talking about this right here. They just talking to themselves. They just talking to themselves right now. I just told them how I sat up in the pulpit and knew somebody was talking about me, but I didn't let that drive me crazy. They don't know I'm talking about them. They just wondering. I wonder if they talking about me. I wonder if so-and-so told them what I said. You just wonder, I got you where I want you now. You really about to be crazy. Your mind wondering right now. They get crazy. Don't get head crazy. Run around thinking about stuff. Thinking about who like them. Thinking about who don't like them no more. Thinking about what they gonna say to somebody if they I wonder when I put on this outfit, I wonder what they gonna think about this. I wonder, just wonder. People are crazy. So anything gonna come out of a crazy person's mouth. <laughs> uh uh, do you know that uh you call everybody else, you didn't say nothing to me? How long you that was two months ago. You been thinking about that for two months? Some people it was a brother came to church today in Sunday school. Said that he didn't come to our church because one of a member that used to be here had offended him. He had paid him to do something, and the man didn't do it. And then he said, whenever he saw him around, he shook his hand, and, and he got mad every time he shook his hand because he kept thinking about what the money the man owed him or, or the service the man didn't provide for him. Now we ain't seen the man in a year. This man ain't been to church in a year because he think about what somebody else did to offend him. Past a year. People have crazy. First Samuel 18 and 8. And Saul was very wroth in the saying displeased him. What saying? And he said, they have ascribed unto David tens of thousands. And unto me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can they have more but the kingdom? Saul lost his mind because he got jealous because people were singing about David killed his, Saul killed thousands and David killed tens of thousands. See, the devil make you jealous of somebody that love you to death. Have you ever been jealous of somebody just because they look pretty? You ever been jealous of somebody just because they had a new hairdo and you didn't? You ever, you ever got offended at somebody because they had a new outfit on every week and you had just three or four in the closet? People are crazy. People will find anything to fall out with you over. So number one, I laugh or pray for people because I know people have crazy. Number two, I know people are cursed. See, cursed people are going to do what cursed people do. They bent and stuck on doing one thing. They can't stop doing one thing because they curse. How to get cursed? Genesis 27, 29. Let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brother and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that curses thee and blessed be everyone that bless thee. See, some folk say anything to come out their mouth because they heard their mama say anything to come out their mouth. Some folk talk about the preacher because they heard mama and daddy talk about the preacher. You just curse. Ain't nothing you're going to do about it. Some people ain't going to join no church because mom and daddy ain't never joined no church. Some people ain't going to be faithful because mom and daddy ain't never been faithful. You ought to want to break the curse. Whatever you saw your mom and daddy not do right, you ought to say, I'm going in the opposite direction, baby. That's just common sense. 
My daddy drunk and smoked and planted dope. I never drank and smoked because I already I didn't have not one Bible study, but the, I didn't I didn't drink and smoke as a Gentile. Because I just had enough sense to say, I didn't like that in my daddy. My daddy had enough sense to say, don't ever do this, son. Some things you just want to break the curse. You don't follow in their footsteps if it's making you a fool. Good God Almighty. Thirdly, I know people are counterfeit. That's why I laugh at people, because they counterfeit. That's why I pray for me, because they counterfeit. They get offended, they so counterfeit. Look at James 3, 9. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith we curse men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessings and cursing. My brother, these things ought not to be so. Isn't it amazing how people that get so offended at you, they never offended them. The same folk that talking about everybody else like a dog. Isn't it amazing that the people that get offended the most are the same people that check everybody else? Isn't it amazing that the same people that get offended are the same people that's laughing at everybody else's troubles, laughing at everybody else's problems, laughing at everybody else's pain, laughing at everybody else's misery. People are counterfeit. It'd be different if you treated people the way you wanted to be treated, but every time some small little thing happened to you, you blow it up out of proportion, but you treat everybody else like a dog in proportion. Good God Almighty. Look at somebody say, don't be a counterfeit, don't be a counterfeit. Three things not getting offended prevents. Three things not getting offended prevents. If you're the type of person that don't get offended, it's going to prevent three things. Number one, it's going to prevent arguments. See, you don't have time to argue. Some folks going to have a nervous breakdown or going to have an aneurysm because they argue with everybody. It prevents arguments. I've been teaching at the same place for 13 years. Since I first graduated from college, it's been some crazy people on my job. It's been some backbiters and low-down stabbers on my job. But because I got the Holy Ghost, I don't got time to get in no arguments. That would convince you just to quit your job because everybody around make you mad. Baby, I got bills to pay. I got food I want to buy and put on my table. I need to eat and buy me some clothes. And keep the roof over my head. Ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to let you make me mad enough to quit my job because you done offended me. Are you crazy? You better talk about me some more. I love my paycheck too much. As long as you ain't my paycheck, as long as I don't got to take you home with me, we aight. Please, Pastor Kinder. He ain't gonna get me offended. We gonna see we can make him leave. Now you gonna watch me stay and pick up that paycheck every two weeks. You gonna watch me wear my brand new suit to my Monday morning. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh at you because you a fool. If you say I'm about to give up my good thing. You can't let people trick you. People know I can get in the nerve. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. They don't like this. They're going to throw a little airplane past your desk. They're going to they walk past your desk and they're going to drop a pencil. You, why you keep dropping this pencil every time you come out of my desk? You keep the pencil. You have you a whole collection. You, you take that paper airplane, earn it, and you're going to have you a whole thing of notebook paper to give to your child. Why you get so offended over folks? 
tonight. Uh, I'm preaching a whole lot better than y'all ain't mad at. <laughs> Why you get so offended over people? You got to learn how to turn a lemon into lemonade. Proverbs 24, 21. My son, fear thou the Lord and the king, and meddle not with them that I give into change. See, the Bible tells me people that come to change don't even fool with them. One day they happy. Next day they walking around looking like a fool. One day they serving in the kitchen ministry. The next day they in their car gone. You change too much for me. I don't know what to expect out of you. You're too unpredictable. So I really can't meddle with you. I don't have time to wait till you get your senses back before you feel like loving me today. I don't have time for you to go through my God. One week is PMS. One week you got a migraine. One week you're just mad. One week you got had a problem on your job. One week the baby don't got enough food on the refrigerator. Get down. What's wrong with when you gonna get right? I gotta go through all your stages for you to love me. So the Bible says, it's matter not with them that's giving the change. So I ain't gonna have no attitude with you because I'm not gonna fool with you. Number one, it prevents attitudes. Number two, guess what? Number one, it prevents attitudes. No, number two, it prevents attitudes. Number one, it prevents arguments. Don't get offended over that. Somebody got offended right now. He just said number two, it meant number one. <laughs> he really supposed to still be on number one. He going too fast. He needs to slow down. See how to get offended. Number two, it prevents attitudes. But let me give you... Luke 23 and 3. And Pilate asked him, saying, Are thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest. Jesus wasn't going to get no attitude because people was labeling him. He said, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I don't have time for an attitude. I'm whatever you say I am. You're going to talk about me anyway. You're going to put me down anyway. You're going to me, treat me like a dog anyway. So whatever you say I am, I'm just going to be there. I don't have time to be going back and forth with you. I don't have time to plead my case with you. You're going to not trust me anyway. You're going to treat me like a dog anyway. So why am I going to have an attitude? See, when I know you're going to keep an attitude, that's going to keep me not having an attitude. <laughs> I like preaching when my throat ain't right. <laughs> Oh my God. Look at you, David. Say, neighbor, don't let nobody with an attitude rule your attitude. You better hear me. Not only does it prevent attitudes and not only does it prevent arguments, but thirdly, it prevents apologies. It prevents apologies. I tried to find the word apology in the Bible. There is no word in the Bible for apology. Because Christ, knowing that people were going to offend us, he said, listen, just let them offend you. Don't walk around demanding that people straighten it out. Don't walk around demanding that people get it right with you. You ought to know they have crazy anyway. You ought to know they cursed anyway. You ought to know they bound anyway. So don't go around demanding folks in your path. Daddy, you never, you never apologize to me. Mama, you never apologize. My brother never apologized me for stealing my commercial appeal money when I was a newspaper boy. You going to go crazy? Waiting on folks to come to you and apologize? 
you gonna go crazy waiting on somebody that's crazy to get enough sis to recognize they treated you crazy they don't got enough sis to know they even did you wrong they don't got enough brain power to recognize they was out of order so stop demanding somebody that's half crazy to out of a sudden snap into reality and see they did you so wrong they just don't have it listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 5 and 39 but I say unto you that you resist not evil he said don't try to fight it but whosoever smite thee on thy cheek turn to him the other also he didn't say tell them they better apologize you better you, you just smite me on my cheek you better tell me you're sorry he said, if they just that crazy to smite you on one cheek, go ahead and get that fool the other cheek also. That's why I can pastor a church. Because I don't walk around demanding people to treat me so right. To treat me like I'm the pastor and treat me like I'm the, the leader. You offended me because you disrespected me. So What? Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. I don't have to walk around demanding people treat me right. Because if they don't have enough sense to touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm, they crazy anyway. If they don't got enough sense to respect the clergy, if they don't got enough sense not to put their hand on another woman, a man of God, not to talk about a child of God, they have crazy anyway. In closing, y'all, three things we're gonna have to do if we're gonna be a non-offended church. Three things we're gonna have to do if we're gonna be a non-offended church. Y'all, this is some preaching and teaching. Do y'all know how blessed we are to get manna from heaven like this every week? Then Minister Williams going to bring the word tonight. Zanny going to teach the word at 7 o'clock tonight. Do you know how blessed we are, y'all, to get the word like this? Every week is like going to college all over again. But it's knowledge they don't teach in college. Three things we're going to have to do if we're going to be a non-offended church. Everybody ain't going to make me quit, mind y'all. I might be there 13 more years. I done seen so many come and go in that time because I know how to smile at them. You ain't going to offend me. I like going to the gas station and giving them a $20 bill instead of EBT card. I like making money. I told you last week, number three, a man of God better know how to make some money. You're going to be poor letting everybody offend you. You ain't going to never have nothing walking out on relationships every time your husband leaves some socks around. You, why you got to? They made them keep on the lights. Bought the house, paid the house. No, and you so crazy, you argue because he got some socks under the bed. You're crazy because he got toothpaste on the mirror. You're fussing and fight over toothpaste on the mirror. And some women wish they had a man laying in the bed next to her. You're crazy. 
Bible says a wise woman built it up her house, but a foolish woman pluck it down with her hands. I for wish they had a man next to them. And you walk around arguing and complaining over every little bit of thing, getting offended over every good, wanting to change his deodorant, change his cologne. Where's his head this way? You're crazy. Taking care of it, you just complain over every little bit of thing. Like you got some rights. Get offended or you ain't going to stay with nobody. Ain't gonna keep no man, ain't gonna keep no job, ain't gonna keep nothing. Cause you get so offended over everything. Gotta wait six months for you to cool down. Then miss a good, ain't had a good Christmas, ain't had a good resurrection Sunday, ain't had a good Easter, ain't had a good birthday. The children ain't had a good birthday cause you still offended over what happened in 06. You forget our anniversary. And I'm going to cause you hell for the next two years. You knew I was hungry and you didn't bring me nothing to eat. Hey, the store across the street. Why, when you start feeling your stomach growl, why don't you just get up and go across the street? You just want to see that I love you so much that I was going to bring you a little sandwich from Taco Bell. Never mind the lights on. Never mind that the mortgage is paid. Never mind that your car paid for. You want to see what this sandwich means, love. Boy, if you ain't crazy, I'm going to go crazy trying to love you. If you ain't the craziest thing I ever seen in my life, you're pretty, but you're crazy. You got a nice shape, but you're crazy. I wish they would have taught us growing up not look at a girl's shape, but look at a GPA. Look at a conduct grade. <laughs> Let me see some ease on your report card. Because you got to make all used in school. Because you have crazy, girl. Girl, you crazy. I'm afraid. I want to see some report cards from now on. I'm going back. I want to see your report card. Bring me some transcripts or a report card. I want to see your conduct grade. I want to see your GPA. Cause you got. I want to see bitch in miss class. How many times you cut class? Cause you got to be crazy. <laughs> Am I right about it, somebody? Somebody believe I'm right about it. Stand up and give God a big grand clap of praise. If you know I'm right about it. My God, Bruce, am I right about it? In closing, three things we're going to have to do if we're going to be a non-offended church. Number one, we got to learn how to face stuff. Now, we got to learn how to face stuff. John 16, verse 1. These things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. They're going to put you out the sin of God. They're going to try to kill you and think they God did God a service. Saint, we got a face. Everybody in church ain't really saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. We got to learn how to face up. It's some folks that's low down and two-faced and will stab you in back, sitting right next to you. You got to just learn how to face stuff. Stop getting offended over stuff and just say, my God, it's just people. They liked it on our job. They liked it on the police department. They liked it, my God, in the lawyer's office. They liked it in the doctor's office. People just low down in 2007. Just face stuff. 
ain't gonna stop going to the dentist because I got one bad dentist. I ain't gonna stop going to church because somebody hurt my feeling. The man of God was preaching out against me in your windows. I'm not gonna stop serving God. I don't serve God for you anyway. I love you. I appreciate you, but I don't serve God for you. You can't offend my relationship with God because God brought me out of too much. Learn how to face stuff. Tell somebody, you got to face it. Face some people just low down anyway, y'all. And some people they're going to talk about it. Some people going to stab you in the back. Somebody you love, they're going to be in their person faith, in their person faith, in their person faith, their person faith. You get so offended. You just can't take nothing. You the Bill Berry Doughboy, little sister. You can't take nothing. So that, so that I just got. That was a 30 second delay. This is what it says, 2 Thessalonians 3. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not the faith. Everybody ain't lifting up the name of Jesus. Everybody don't recognize our anointing. Don't get offended if they don't call you bishop. They don't call you pastor. They don't call you man of God. Don't get offended. Good God if they don't call you period. They don't call you while you're on your period. Don't get offended. Somebody got offended right there. What he say that for? He shouldn't have said that. I'm mad now. He shouldn't have said that. He done gone too far. Okay, they'll call you on PMS. Why he got to go there? They just offended already. <laughs> take it home. They said, take it home. Number one, we got to what? Face stuff. Number two, we got to forget stuff. What if God remembered everything we did? You heard what God said in, in, in Psalm 103? He said, forgetting the iniquities of the people as far as the east is from the west. So far have I removed your transgression from among us. You got to learn how to forget stuff. You got to learn to forget what they said. Forget. You can't hold no grudge against people. And we supposed to be one church? We supposed to be one church. We going to do something that the other don't like if we be around each other long enough. Big mama them taught us that tooth and tongue going to fall out, but they still stay together. My big old teeth and bit my big old tongue so many times, but I ain't take a knife and cut my tongue out of my mouth. I grew up the old-fashioned way. I'm not used to people falling out. I'm not used to people not making up. I'm not used to people having a grudge. I'm just not used to this kind of foolishness. I'm not used to this. So we got to learn how to forget stuff. Philippians 3 and 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing that I do, forgetting those things which are behind. 
Man, you heard what they said about you. I'm forgetting those things which are behind. You remember what they did with, when you was a little child? I'm forgetting those things which are behind. You remember what he said about you when you got saved? I'm forgetting those things which are behind. Remember what your first wife said? I'm forgetting those things which are behind. Got to go to third bit right now because you remember everything. Need a psychology right now. You ain't let the first one go. Remember everything. Tell somebody, you got to forget some stuff. First, you got to face some stuff. Secondly, you got to forget some stuff. And lastly, you got to forgive some stuff. You got to learn how to forgive some stuff. You can't hold on to everything people done done to you. If you can't forget it, forgive it. Luke 23, 33. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, what is Jesus going to say after they beat him? After they spat in his face? After they parted his garments? What are they going to say? He didn't do anything to anybody. They told the people that he healed, delivered. When it was up to release Jesus or Barabbas, Sister Adams, everybody kept saying, Barabbas, release Barabbas. How does Jesus feel when he's on the cross? The people that he labored for all night for revelation. The people that he toiled for all day to feed, to bless, to take out, to be there for, to do whatever they needed him to do. The main people that he gave his last dime for, when it was time for them to show him love, they said, Barabbas. What Pamela is he going to say on the cross? I'm interested to hear what is Jesus' last sermon going to be. I'm interested to know what will be the epithet of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He says with power. He says with authority. He says under the anointing. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You have just learned the power of taking no offense. If this message has blessed you, please consider blessing Pastor Kiner. Sow back into the life of this mighty man of God as he has just sowed into your life. Your gift will surely be an encouragement and a sign to Pastor Kiner that PGK Presents is making a difference into the lives of our listeners. Please visit our online giving page on our website at www.thejesuspeoplechurch.com. Also on our website, you will be able to download countless other messages and books by Pastor Kiner. I'm Charles Nelson, and on behalf of PGK Presents, thank you for listening. Until the next podcast, be blessed.